fam. Welcome to the Prescription for Change podcast. Are you a working professional, busy mom, and tirelessly trying to bring your A-game in your career? Do you prioritize your family and their needs before your own, leaving little to no time for self-care? Do you secretly fantasize about the days you are at your physical peak and confident with your body and in your skin? Are you tired and struggling with the never-ending journey to better nutrition, physical fitness, and mental health? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, board-certified physician, mom of two, and your health coach. This podcast will transform the way you think about food and your health so you can break away from perfection paralysis and finally start to live your life intentionally. Let's get started. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Prescription for a Change. So I just, I have to start out by telling you, I have to laugh because... I um, was having some technical difficulties, which hasn't happened before, but I guess it was bound to happen at some point. And I'm just glad I realized before I got too far into recording that I did not have any volume or sound. So I'm glad that that's all fixed and this is reaching you all today. So welcome. Um, And today I just want to talk about meal prepping. So the word, the the term meal prepping um, typically turns people away. I know it turned me away because I always think about these black containers that have three sections and you're just putting the same food in seven days a week and that's what you're eating for lunch or dinner every single day. And I really, really do not like eating the same thing every day. I don't mind leftovers, but the leftovers for me are after I've prepped food, I have them stored in my glass containers typically, and then I can pair them however I like. So I don't want to eat the same thing every single day. You know, like that's pretty much what toddlers do. They like to eat the same, like three foods, most of them anyway, um, because they don't have a very expanded palate, but they eat the same three foods every single day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, same thing, and they don't mind. And then they'll do that for two or three weeks and then move on to something else. So that's just not the way that um, my taste buds are wired. And so I like it that way. Um, I always think about these containers that you just have that are sectioned off. And that's just kind of what you're bound to eating. Um, And that's not really appetizing for me. So I could imagine why or I know why Um, the term meal prepping kind of turns people off. But that was one of the pivotal moments in turning around my um, health and being able to reach a lot of the health goals is understanding or truly knowing what it means to prep. So I don't have time to make a meal every single day, make a home cooked meal every single day. I like for us all to have a balanced meal. 
for my lunches as well, I'm typically, I would say 99% of the time out of the year when I'm at work or going into the office or the hospital, I have a packed lunch. Very rarely do I buy food out, and that's just what I prefer. I like to have food from home, um, whether it's hot or cold, and something that I've already prepped. But again, I'm a professional uh, working full time. I have two relatively young kiddos who are very involved in sports and activities, and we're doing all the things. And I like to have a life of my own as well. So I don't want to spend all of my time in the kitchen. Now, I love to cook, and if I have time to do so, that's perfectly fine. Like on a weekend or a time that I'm off, I truly do enjoy cooking different dishes or experimenting with different things. And that's something that I've always loved. But kind of the joy of cooking got taken away from me just as, you know, it became more of a task or a chore to have to do that. But now I enjoy it. But the thing is, I batch cook. Um, And I guess that's a little bit different from meal prepping, but under the same, um, you know, umbrella of what I'm talking about, because when I batch cook, that just means that I'm taking a certain amount of time and I don't take a whole lot because I don't want to be in the kitchen all day, like I said, but I'm just taking, you know, maybe 30 minutes here or an hour there. I usually choose two days during the week that I'm going to batch cook. A lot of that takes some preparation, which just means some thought beforehand about what I'm going to do and making sure I have all of my ingredients on hand and what I want to prepare. But it really is just like having a protein, a grain, my veggies, and then I always just love to have fresh fruit. I talked about that before, just having that available for the kids to be able to grab as a snack or for me to be able to have as a snack as well. Um, So we're not just reaching for things in the pantry, which typically are preserved foods or things that are going to be higher in saturated fats and that sort of thing, which is fine every once in a while, but that's not what I want to eat every day or what I want my kids eating every day. So I usually am making sure that I'm going to the market now that it's spring going into summer. We have the farmer's markets that are um, back up and running, which is always really nice to be able to stop in and see what they have and see what's in season. But batch cooking for me is really just taking a small amount of time on like a Sunday or, you know, midweek, like Tuesday or Wednesday. And then I spend that time just kind of like preparing a few things and then I will store them in glass containers in the fridge and then I can pair them. It's kind of like repurposing them for whatever I want. So if I am making, let's say, chicken and I have quinoa and I have um, like fresh arugula or uh, baby spinach or something in the fridge, I could make a protein bowl Um, with that, or I can just have like a chicken sandwich, or I can do um, chicken salad on a lettuce wrap or something, but I can use the same foods and just pair them in a different way. And so I decide either the night before or the morning of what I'm going to pack for lunch or what we're going to have for dinner, and it doesn't have to be the same exact 
thing. So it does provide a lot of variety. Um, and it also saves a lot of time. So if I'm doing that, I'm doing one day. So this past week, we grilled and we just grilled a bunch of meats. And then now all I have to do is if I want to, um, you know, roast some sweet potatoes or squash or pumpkin, I can just put that in the oven or do like peppers and onions, mushrooms and saute that on the stovetop. That takes all of like five minutes to do from putting something in the oven, usually like 10, 15 minutes tops um, or doing other veggies like asparagus or broccoli or cauliflower, whatever it is. And I like to just roast things in the oven. And then I can put that away, um, eat it some for that night, and then put some of it away and be able to pair it later. So um, roasting is also a really great way to prep because it's very hands off and I don't like to have to babysit my food. So I like to just kind of put things in the oven. I know how long it's going to take to cook and then making sure that I'm not cooking it out to a pulp and taking out all of the um, crunch or crisp from the veggies. I don't like soggy food at all. So I just make sure when I'm roasting my vegetables that they still have some crunch to it. And then when you're reheating it, um, I typically don't like to nuke things in the microwave, but you know, I'll just put it back on the stovetop or reheat it in the oven. Um, But it really does save a lot of time because I'm just picking one, maybe two days so that I can have all of our meals prepped. And this is for the four of us. So the other thing that typically people will think of meal prepping as, you know, you have to cook, you have to be cooking for a huge family or for a lot of people. Otherwise, you have all these leftovers or things that you may not want, or it's going to spoil or go bad. But that's not the case. Like you can portion it out for your own needs, whether it's your family, or it's just for yourself that you're meal prepping for. Um, And I'll do this for breakfast uh, meals as well. So, you know, make a bunch of like my kids love pumpkin pancakes. And so do we. So that's typically something that we'll do. Um, I'll do a lot in the fall and the winter, but I'll just make a huge batch of like 50 pancakes and then freeze them. So then in the morning when they want it, all they need to do is put it in the toaster or I can put a few on uh, oven tray and just put it in the oven and let that warm up while they're getting ready in the morning. So those are pretty much the ways that I have found that work really well, because then I still have home cooked meals. And I'm still having the variety that I want without having to take the time every single day to make a fresh meal, and something that is going to be well balanced and keep us full and be delicious and satisfying. So that really was a game changer for me because I mean, who wants to spend all day in the kitchen and nobody really has time for that. And I know when I come home from work, even though it is something that's satisfying for me, and I love to go in and do what I do, when I come home, I just kind of want to chill and not really have to worry about it. Now, that's not to say that I always have everything prepped every single week. Um, And the times that I don't, then, you know, we can decide what it is that we're going to do for takeout and be smart about that as well. Um, I also have a lot of tricks for um, that that has saved us some time and and, um, energy and money as well. But meal prepping or batch prepping, um, meals 
is really um, gonna also help to save money because you kind of have some sort of plan. And like I said, you know, when I come home, if one of my kids has basketball or baseball or whatever it is that they're doing, um, piano lessons, whatever it is that they I need to cart them to, then I don't have to say, okay, now I'm just going to run through a drive through. It's the end of the night. I'm out of time. The kids are hungry. I'm hungry. Typically, when um, we either grocery shop or make a food decision for, you know, takeout while we're hungry, it's typically not the best. It just really does not end well and ends up being something that I may not have wanted to do. So before we would go through drive throughs just all the time at the end of the night, it's, you know, we're all tired and you go through a drive through It happens. Everybody does that. Um, but it really hasn't, you know, in the last like two, three years, I mean, we go through a drive through maybe um, once in a while, but it's mostly either home cooked or semi um, homemade foods. And that's just with preparing a little bit of prep ahead of time. Um, so the other thing is that it's also eco-friendly. I talked about just going to the farmer's market or even your local supermarket when you have food or eating food that's in season, it really is going to be helpful. So you're going to have that f- fresher taste. You're going to have more nutrient-dense food. So it's going to taste a lot better, which is going to be really important for when you're cooking your meals. You don't want to have something that doesn't taste good. And I talked about this in one of my previous episodes is that also, you know, making sure you have the right seasonings and, um, you know, fresh herbs and things on hand. There's some basic things you can have in the pantry or in your fridge that are really going to help to make things taste good. But um, one of the key things is making sure that it's in season. And so if you have... um, a local uh, farm or a farmer's market that comes by, make sure that you're supporting them as well, because that's really going to help to um, be eco-friendly. You're not having to have food travel across, you know, the country because something is in season in one place and not in another, or it's just native to that place. Um, So that's really going to save a lot. It also reduces food waste because by the time you have things um, in transit, whether they're on trucks or whatever, um, it really does lose the taste. It, they can get bruised or damaged. And then, you know, people don't want anything that doesn't look pretty. So um, that's another kind of trick that I have is just like delivery services. And I think COVID kind of prompted a lot of the um, kind of, you know, just everyday people doing delivery services for food or, you know, um, whether it's through a grocery store or different apps or what have you, um, is just delivering your groceries to your door and having that available or just other like partially prepared food um, deliveries. But anyway, that really helps to reduce the food waste because you have food that's fresh, um, that's in season, that tastes good. And so you're more likely to eat that or go through all of it. Um. The other reason I don't like to shop hungry is because I tend to pick up a lot of things that I don't need. 
And that also adds to a lot of not just cost, but waste, because you're not going to eat half of the things that you're picking up. Um, So not making those impulse decisions about food is really helpful. So again, just going back to, you know, having a little bit of planning ahead of time. So um, the other thing is that it helps to keep me on track, I can you know, look at and not that I, you know, I talked about before not counting calories or not having certain restrictions. We typically are are um, poultry people. So we're eating a lot of poultry and fish, um, fish and shellfish, not really a whole lot of pork or beef that's every once in a while. But um, whatever it is that you're cooking is just making sure that you have some sort of idea of what it is you want to do or kind of the taste buds for you and your family. What are the things that you typically like? And then being able to, you know, make a lot of different meals out of that. So if I have ground turkey, I could do stuffed turkey burgers or I could do stuffed turkey meatballs or just regular turkey meatballs or um you know, do like a meatloaf or something like that. But I can use that same food, poultry, meat, whatever it is, and make multiple dishes um, and use that in a variety of ways. And it's all about the spices that you're using as well. So um, if you haven't already listened to that episode, um, Food is Delicious, Healthy Food is Delicious, you can take a listen to that because I kind of go through some of the things that I like to have on hand just to make sure that um, I have food that's really tasty and that I'm going to enjoy eating. But then the other thing about um, batch cooking is that it's just convenient and it's efficient. So again, you know, we have busy schedules, I have busy days, or some nights I'm coming home late. And, um, you know, my hubby, he's a better cook anyway, and I've talked about that before. But um, so he can kind of, you know, prepare gourmet meals on the fly with whatever is in the fridge. But I like to have things planned ahead. So I can come home um, and, you know, just say, you know, what did the kids want? What do you want to eat? What protein do you want? What grain? um, And what veggie? And then we typically will have a fruit for dessert and kind of like jazz that up um, and come up with different things to keep it um, fun for them as well. So those are pretty much um, the reasons why I like to do it. So you don't have to have, you don't have to be preparing um, meals for a big family. You don't have to eat the same meals every day. They don't have to be in these little black containers. You can put them in, you know, whatever you pack your lunch in. Um, it really just saves a lot of money. You're not getting takeout all the time. I know it also saves me time at work. I don't always have time to just go out and wait for food or go to pick it up. So it's just really convenient to have it right there. Um, and I can sit in my office and, you know, get some work done or just eat at a leisurely pace and not have to worry about running out to go get my food. Um, and then it also just helps me to think about like different varieties of things. I talked about Um, before that I'm a foodie and love to have different flavors and try different things. So I'll usually try to incorporate that. Like if I'm eating salmon, how many different ways, I probably have at least 10 different recipes that I can um, come up with now for salmon, just because it's something that we one of the um, proteins that we enjoy eating, it has like omega threes, just a really good source of um, some unsaturated fats. And so um and it tastes good. So just being able to try different flavors and try different things and um, anything that I'm growing in my garden as far as fresh herbs and being able to put that in as well. So that's always really nice to try something different. Um, 
And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. That is one of the biggest things that I've learned, no matter what it is that I'm doing as far as my health, this has greatly reduced stress, Um, the stress of time constraints and, you know, finding something that's going to be well balanced and finding something that everyone's going to like and making sure that I'm doing all the right things. I mean, as a parent, that's what we're thinking about all the time. Like, are we doing the right things for our kids? What are we teaching them? And like I said, they're always watching. They're always looking at what we're doing. And so this kind of helps them as well to make those healthy choices without even realizing, you know, what they're doing. They're kind of following our example and looking to us to see what they're supposed to do. So being able to make those choices, it'll be a lot more innate for them, as opposed to all the thinking I had to do about, you know, what it is that I need to do to change the direction of my health and to make sure that I'm staying on track, but also to make sure that I'm enjoying my food and what I'm eating. So I always um, stress that to them as well is that you want to, I don't like to have meals on the go or in the car, just because it's that part of it is not helping with being able to enjoy your meal, savor those flavors, being able to give your body time to digest and to really appreciate that. So that's um, just as important as, you know, how you're eating your food as, as how you're prepping it and what you're doing there. So um, those are just some of the things that I like to do. And like I said, that was really a pivotal time in my health when I realized that, hey, you know, I can I know how to cook, I can throw some things together um, and make it taste really good. But I can also do this on my own time or batch. And funny enough, a lot of times as I am batch cooking, I'm often listening to podcasts. So you could listen to this podcast while you're um, putting some food together and even just try it just start out. Um, really slow and just try prepping, you know, meals for two days and see how that goes. And it really doesn't have to take a lot of time. You can find some things that you can do or that you can cook in 30 minutes um, or even an hour or less, and you'd be surprised how much you can get done in that time. So that is my tip for today. And just letting you know that these are things that, again, are all simple steps that I took. As, as I'm saying it, I'm like, this is really so simple. But it it doesn't have to be um, difficult for you to get to that space because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You kind of have, you know, me as a resource that you can say, okay, what is it that you did? Or, you know, how did you get to that space? Or how were you able to do that? Um, and what things that you discovered. And so that has really just been helpful for me and something that I've been able to continue doing. So it's become more of a um, long lasting habit, or it has just become a habit. So more of a lifestyle now, as opposed to something that I really have to sit down and think about, you know, what am I going to do at this turn? Or how do I do that? It's just something that I've done small steps every day and been intentional about what I'm doing so that now it's just second nature. So I hope this was helpful for you and just thinking about some of the things that you can do um, and what changes you can make. Certainly reach out, connect with me, drop some comments. um, If you have any feedback from me below, I always really appreciate that. And just um, keep sharing your stories. 
All right, y'all, that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Look out for next week's episode and cheers to your health.